Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. So I just wanted to apologize. I didn't upload a video last week. I was having a pretty rough mental health week. And so usually when stuff like that happens, I don't want to push myself like I may have in the past. Usually, depending on how bad it is, I want to really respect my boundaries and my energy levels and make sure that my mental health, my physical health, my emotional well-being, are things that I take care of first before anything else. So a lot of things in my life that I usually maintain had to be kind of dwindled down to the most important things that were the only things I could upkeep at that time and everything else that was extra, things like TikTok, things like YouTube, social media in general, I kind of had to put it on the side and prioritize other things. And yeah, if I'm gonna be honest, it's kind of hard sometimes to be a person that exists on social media platforms talking about mental health and other social commentary because social media is the best platform to talk about these things freely but at the same time in my personal life I don't like to spend a lot of time on social media and I try not to and I genuinely feel like when I am it just doesn't feel good to me it's like an energy vacuum a lot of the times and so when I do have to wake up in the morning and hop on TikTok hop on YouTube and figure out what it is I want to post be creating on almost an everyday basis. It could be very overwhelming, especially when I am struggling a little bit more in my personal life with other things I'm going through. And I kind of just wanted to talk a little bit about that today. Another update is it's Pisces season. I'm a Pisces, for those of you who may not know, I had my birthday that just passed yesterday, which is February 22nd, and I was pretty excited for my birthday this year because 2-2-2-2022, my lucky number is two um, for obvious reasons, and so I was excited to have, you know, those angel numbers this year. I definitely felt like the week leading up to my birthday was so incredibly intense for many reasons. I had to really process and reflect on this a couple of times. For those of you who may or may not relate, but having alexithymia as a result of autism can affect someone in many ways. For example, for me, I could be feeling a general sense of anxiety and depression for a good amount of time and not necessarily know why I'm feeling that way or where it's coming from. And I'm kind of just still running like an engine until I can't anymore and my routines start to get affected, my work starts to get affected, and I really have to make time out of my day to really try to reflect and process what it is I'm going through and why I feel the way I feel. I'm just only recently starting to slowly come out of like the depressive type of state that I was kind of in this past week. One, I feel like it's pretty normal, especially people who have trauma, who have PTSD, who are healing from trauma and PTSD, to have moments throughout their lives where they do fall in and out of depressive states. The depressive states can last for a day, they could last for a moment, they could last for weeks, they could last for months, but I think it's pretty 
common and it's not necessarily attached to your life's circumstances, although I think it could be. But I also feel like once you've experienced trauma and are healing from trauma, your body just tends to fall into these habits of every now and then feeling the effects of that trauma, even when you're not experiencing it in your current reality. And so a little bit of history, I struggled really bad with anxiety, which is comorbid with my autism pretty early on. I talk about this candidly in my past videos, but I have also struggled with depression throughout my life as well. I feel like I could reflect back on my life and see moments where the depression started to seep in in different aspects and at different ages, but I would say the worst depression that I've ever, ever experienced was around high school, going into college. I believe there's like many factors that play into it. One, there's a lot of hormonal changes happening. Two, there's just a lot happening in general with school and life and growing up into a young adult. But also I was going through a lot of changes on my personal life. I moved out of the house I grew up in my whole life. My parents were going through a divorce and separation. My mother and I were actually homeless for a little bit. We didn't have anywhere to live and we would actually live in a family friend's house and we shared a bed together. Things like that. And those are really, really big changes for anyone to go through. This is actually something I've been reflecting on only recently because I started watching this show called Atypical. And for those who don't know, Atypical is a show on Netflix of an autistic individual, an autistic boy. In high school, spoiler alert, I'm in the part of the show where he's going through a lot of changes within his family because his parents are splitting up. He found out that his mom had an affair. His sister is going to a new school, so he doesn't have her around. And he also doesn't have his therapist that he built a relationship with. And he's having a hard time finding a therapist that he feels comfortable with. And he feels like they click. Because all these changes are happening, he had a really hard time transitioning from what he was used to into this new life and all these new circumstances and watching that scene kind of made me reflect back on my life and this specific era in my life where I was going through a lot of life changes like I just stated I didn't have any stability during this time no stability at home granted I never really had stability at home but physically I literally didn't have a stability of a home I didn't have a support system in general like friends family I wanted one but I just didn't have one. And it's funny now that I'm reflecting on it because when I was in the thick of all of these changes happening, I wouldn't say I registered that I was depressed because I think there's a certain point where you really truly are in survival mode and you are weirdly productive and high functioning when you are in the thick of survival mode because you're genuinely trying to get through every single day. But there was like a very specific transition from that survival mode when I started to get a little bit more stability. So my mom and I finally were able to move into our new place. I started to settle down a little bit more into this new living space and this new environment. And that's when the really, really deep, intense depression hit. When I had that stability come back into my life. I think that's really interesting because trigger warning you guys I'm gonna talk a little bit about the depression I experienced at this specific point in my life back when I was in college Transitioning from high school into college during this time in my life. No one was home It was just my mom and I and 
she was also going through a lot of transitions going from working at her old job and trying to transition into working for herself and so she was essentially working two jobs for a while and so she was never really home she would wake up in the morning go to work and then after work she would immediately start working at her second job my brothers were also away in college and they've they've been away in college for years now they didn't really come back and as well i wasn't on talking terms with my father because of the years and years of abuse i faced in his household and i just did not want to talk to him because when my parents split it wasn't an amicable split the lead up to that was very intense and very traumatic and so i spent at least a year not talking to my father and so i was literally all on my own the very few friends i did have had moved away for college as well and so they weren't in my physical vicinity and the type of friends i have just are not big texters because i'm not a big texter all these very specific and unique circumstances lined up in a way where i was extremely isolated and i felt so alone and had no support system and when i was in this specific time in my life i genuinely was so depressed to a point where i could not do anything other than sleep every single day all day and i know some people like to joke about that and say like oh i was so unproductive today i slept all day i was lazy blah 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 but i'm not kidding you guys like i genuinely slept all day i would wake up in the morning eat go to sleep wake up in the afternoon go to sleep again. During this time, all the days started to blend together. My concept of time was just not there. I only could wake up enough to make it to classes and that's about it. I did the bare minimum to pass those classes. I remember at this point in my life, I felt absolutely empty. I remember journaling about this as well at the time, saying things like when I was going through my parents' divorce and being homeless, stuff like that, I at least felt like a sense of drive, passion, sadness, like emotions, right? But I was feeling absolutely empty and like I felt nothing. I didn't even feel sad. I didn't feel angry. I didn't feel happy. Like I could literally do things and see people that would make me happy in the past and feel absolutely nothing. I remember saying to myself at that point that sleeping was the only time I felt free of everything. Life, the weight of that emptiness. And that's why I almost felt like I was addicted to sleep. And a lot of people who struggle with mental health may also struggle with addictive, compulsive behaviors with other things like, let's say, drugs, alcohol, sex, you know, shopping, whatever. I was addicted to sleep. I was addicted to just not being here consciously. Like I was addicted to sleeping and just being gone for hours in that slumber and waking up for a moment to maybe eat or drink and then going back to sleep again. That was really the pit of my depression. And eventually I hit a point where I realized after being in this depression for a long time, you guys, like this wasn't just a few days or a few months. This was like for a year or two, 
I hit a point where I realized no one was gonna come save me. No one was gonna come and take me out of this pit and I was gonna have to dig myself out of it on my own. And so I entered like this era of almost numbing myself to a point where I could be extremely productive physically, but I was still experiencing that emptiness emotionally, if that makes sense. So before I felt empty, but I was kind of just wasting away my days and and not doing anything. But I, in, a, in an attempt to try to better myself and my life and my mental health, I tried to dive deep into being productive. And so I entered this era in my life where I was working on myself. I started seeing a therapist. I was a full-time student. I also worked part-time as a waitress along with being a full-time student. And I started to really dive deep into school, like actually trying to work hard in school and care about what I was doing at school. Also, I literally had no time to myself. I was commuting to school in San Francisco and my commute every single day was three hours long because I had to BART to San Francisco and I had to walk to my classes and walking to class took about 30 minutes from BART. Also, I had to drive to BART Park, which took around 15 minutes. The BART ride itself was about an hour one way. So a round trip to and from San Francisco would be two hours. Walking to class would take 30 minutes. Walking back to class would take 30 minutes. So yeah, it was, it was a lot, right? Just to get to class. And I would have class Monday through Thursday. I would work as a waitress Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And whatever time I had left was spent doing homework. And I literally filled up my schedule so much that I thought to myself that I would not have time to be depressed because I was doing things. You know, everyone deals with their depression different. I don't think I could ever do something like that again because I was physically pushing myself to the absolute limit and that in and of itself has its downfalls. But for me, that helped kind of take me out of the depression in a sense where I was able to prove to myself that I could do things. I could be independent, I could get shit done, I could be productive, I could at least be confident in that and be proud of myself for being able to maintain that. But there was other aspects of my life that weren't able to be addressed, right? Like the the trauma, the ways I perpetuated the trauma continually in my relationships and friendships and other aspects of my life. But at least I could show myself that I could have my shit together. I kind of entered that phase of being numb but productive, so very high functioning for around two years. And after I finished college, I started to transition into this other part of my life where I was now in this new place in my life for a while now, living on my own with my mom. Everything kind of just settled in a little bit more. And so I was able to kind of slow down a little bit after college, really kind of look within myself and those wounds that couldn't necessarily be addressed right away and start to really do that healing. I was on this more healing, self-empowerment, 
type of journey after college. And I would say that that journey is still something that I am still in to this day. And that part of my life has been around four to five years long now, where I'm just really working on myself, making sure that I can continually heal from my trauma and how it perpetuates itself in my life and address that, foster love around me with my relationships with other people and making sure that I'm doing things that are in alignment with myself. I feel genuinely thankful that I was able to foster this life that I have for myself now. And when I look back on what I went through in these various cycles throughout my life, I genuinely don't think I could do that again. It was really fucking hard. I'm not gonna fucking lie. It was really, 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 really hard. And I have so much empathy for myself at those points in my life because that girl who went through those specific things, she is she is strong and I respect her so much. But flash forward to current day. This past week leading up to my birthday, I had a very unique experience of feeling a wave of depression and I hadn't felt that in a while, especially for this long. It, it lasted for about a week and I'm only now slowly coming out of it. There was a day where I was laying in bed trying to truly reflect on why I was experiencing this depression right now because nothing in my life is eliciting this depression to come forth, but yet I am experiencing it. So I really wanted to bring some awareness into myself and see why this was coming up. I'm gonna start with like the objective things because those are easy to understand, right? I traded in my MacBook so that I could use some of that money to purchase my new device, my iPad. I didn't think anything of this. I was actually really excited to start, start anew almost and be able to continue working on a new device moving forward. For me, when I do stuff like that, like I call this like phasing out the old for the new through objects. When you phase out old objects and bring in new objects, I feel like that brings in a new energy and it helps you go through and transition into a new cycle. Intuitively, I felt like I was ready to move into a new cycle and I have been for a while. And so when I went to UPS to trade in my laptop and I went home, I noticed that I started to experience the depression when I traded in the laptop. And I know to a lot of people that might seem like they're not connected and they shouldn't be and it, like it shouldn't be a big deal, but this is a part of my autism is I get attached, whether I'm aware of it or not, to inanimate objects. It's not just a laptop to me. This laptop was with me since I was in high school all the way through college. I used it on an everyday basis. I built a routine around this laptop. So much of my physical experience in this world is through this laptop and everything is, is set up in such a familiar way. And so when I got rid of it and I didn't have that laptop anymore, I felt like this immediate sense of like detachment from all these familiarities 
that I no longer could tap into. And I felt this sense of loss, like I couldn't function. I didn't know what to do with myself. For example, when I wake up and I could just pop into work, write emails, set up appointments, do research, I could do that easily, right? But now I couldn't do that anymore because I didn't have my laptop. And that really, really throws me off because my routine is now thrown off and so I started to fall deeper and deeper into like this depressive state but at the time I didn't realize that was the reason I didn't know that I was getting depressed literally because I traded in my laptop and no longer had it I didn't know they were connected in that way but now that I am like coming out of the depression and gave myself time to reflect it's crazy that this depressive state that I fell into for a week literally started from just getting rid of that laptop. Something that I genuinely didn't know would affect me that deeply, but it really threw me in for a loop. And it started to spiral into other aspects of my life. Like, I just didn't know what to do with myself anymore. I couldn't seem to get work done anymore. I still was able to see my clients, which is, you know, at the top of my priority list, but I couldn't make my TikTok videos anymore. I couldn't film the YouTube video. I couldn't fathom editing a YouTube video because that usually takes a whole day. I literally just did the bare minimum, which is take care of myself and take care of my clients and that's it. I just was in that weird, numb, limbo place of being depressed. And that's just kind of like how I experience depression. I know everyone is different. I know some people are just extremely sad and moody when they're depressed, but for me, I tend to feel very numb and disassociated and anxious. Like I can't do anything. I I just become completely paralyzed as well. I remember looking at my plants even during this depression and thinking to myself, how can I how can I keep these plants alive? I can't fathom watering these plants and taking care of them. Like, what if I just let them all die? And I felt this weird satisfaction in that thought. Like, if I just let all my plants die, I wouldn't have to worry about them ever again. Things like that. Yeah, that's kind of what I've been experiencing the past week. I'm slowly coming out of it. You guys, don't worry about me. I can take care of myself. I self-soothe very well. It's just sometimes you have to allow yourself to be in that pit and allow that wave to ride itself out and to not force yourself out of it. Because I very much so could have just woken up every day and forced myself to be productive and forced myself to continue on with life, but I don't believe in that. I really feel like I need to honor whatever I was going through that week. I felt like I was going through a lot of downloads. I was just kind of like taking it and being open to it as well. I cleansed my house, I saged, I did everything. I cleaned my space, I moved things around, I energetically cleared it. And so the dreams have been slowly stopping. I'm finally getting rest and I'm finally coming out of the depression, getting used to working on my iPad, things like that, getting grounded again and getting my feet into a new routine. Yeah, this is such a great example of how individuals with autism can really be thrown off by the smallest things, like smallest things to other people, but to us, it's like a really big deal. One item that is has nothing to do objectively with your productivity, you know, 
you're just trading in one laptop for another item. Like both can get the work done, right? But just because I was so used to this object and had it in my life for years and now it wasn't in my life, that literally threw me off for a whole week and sent me into a depression. And that's just a part of having autism. And sometimes a part of dealing with your symptoms of autism isn't to scrutinize yourself, to force yourself out of how you operate naturally, to be ashamed of it, to beat yourself up, but to just simply ride that wave, to honor what you're going through. If you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling very, very paralyzed, like you can't do anything other than just take care of yourself and the very essentials of life, then that's okay. Allow yourself to ride that wave out knowing that that's not going to be permanent and to slowly come back into a new routine. Give yourself time to get used to that new routine and the new objects that you have, right? I'm curious to know for you guys, have you guys experienced something similar? Have you guys experienced a moment in your life where one thing was all of a sudden gone, whether that's a person, an object, or a routine, and you were completely thrown off and it affected your mental health? And did you know right away that that was the reason why? Or did it take you a while? Or did it take you this video to realize, oh my God, I was so severely affected by this one thing that may seem like it's it has nothing to do with feeling depressed or anxious, but now I see they're linked. And let me know about that experience. For those of you who resonate with my experience that I just talked about today, I just want to encourage you that if you ever experience this sensation of feeling depressed and feeling like you don't know what to do with yourself in the midst of these transitions, in the midst of losing one familiarity and needing to reacclimate to something new, I really want to encourage you guys to be patient with yourself and to not shame yourself okay really just have patience with yourself have empathy and understand that you are just transitioning from one thing to the next and this is not going to be permanent and you are going to reacclimate to something new and that's going to become your new normal your new familiar before you know it you're going to become yourself again and feel grounded again and you don't have to feel so thrown off and depressed and, and anxious that's not going to be forever but honor that transition i know it could be painful but there is a light at the other end of the tunnel. The more you honor yourself, the quicker I feel like that transition will be and the easier that transition will be. Thank you guys for tuning in on today's episode. I hope that for those out there who are watching, you are coming across this video in a moment where you really need it. I hope that my videos can help bring some peace, understanding, and groundedness to anyone out there. And if this video was helpful for you and you want to pass along this message to anyone else who may benefit from this video please send it to a friend give this video a like it really helps my channel and the algorithm and if you haven't yet please subscribe to my channel i do make videos every single week and for the most part i am consistent if you guys ever find me not posting a video just know that i'm probably going through some personal things and i'm taking that time for myself to heal and recover but yes thank you for tuning in on today's episode thank you for connecting with me i will see you guys on next week's episode. Bye guys.